What up? Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast. We are live. John Morant is back. Cat Towns is back. Luka Doncic is back. NBA refs, ref, NBA refs suck. We're back right after this. Let's go. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's up, everybody? It is good to be here. We got a special guest. We'll get to him in a minute. First, we got to get to our sponsors. They keep getting mad at me because I keep forgetting them. So I'm not forgetting them today. Getting there first. Uh, First up, we got Perk Clothing's Feel Good Chinos. End of the day, you know, bottom line. One thing I could say about these things is they're, they're chinos that make your booty look good. Look, there's a lot of stuff out there that are meant to make the ladies look sexy. Uh, there's makeup, there's push-up bras, there's all that stuff. Uh, nothing, nothing to make the men look sexy though. Uh, Perk chinos make your booty look good. They move some space. It's all about spacing. Everything's all about spacing. They move some spacing from the back to the front, so that frees up the boys in the front, uh, and it and it tightens it in the back, and it just makes you look good. They're also very, very comfortable. Could wear them, you know, to swimming. Could wear them to to bed. Could wear them to workout. You could wear them to do whatever you want. I don't know why you do that, but you would. Uh, if, if they're that comfortable, um, link in description, buy one, get one 50% off perk chinos. Casey, who else is bringing us our show today? John, this episode is also brought to you by Kanzuri. Kanzuri, boys, you, you know what we're talking about, right? Like John mentioned, the ladies have so many things to make themselves look better. Those types of items like the push-up bra, the makeup they wear every day, things like that. But just guys, we don't really lean into those things. We don't try to like cover our chests quite as much, maybe those things like that. But why not? This is the modern age. Let's get into it. If you are a short king like myself, sorry, got an issue here audio-wise. Sorry about that. Uh, if you're a short king like myself, I'm sitting at about five six, guys, to be fully honest with you. And you know what I would love? A couple inches more of height. And I'm definitely going to head over to Kanzuri, get myself some shoes that will make me appear taller than I actually am. Up to 2.8 inches taller without anybody being able to tell. I know it sounds too good to be true. That's why I personally have to go check it out for myself. You should go check it out for yourself, too. For a limited time, our listeners can get an extra 15% off their order with the code TRIPLE at Kanzuri.com. The site's already 30% off, so with our code, that's an extra 15. That's 45% off in total on your entire order. So go to Kanzuri, that's C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com. Use the promo code TRIPLE, and you'll save that 45% off, and that link is also in the description as well. Thank you, John. I think, I think we uh, lost your audio there, John. All right, here we go. Lots <laughs> of technical difficulties today, but we're getting it figured out. Uh, yeah. We've uh, we've also got a giveaway going on right now, so hit the link in the description. Any NBA jersey, any player, any team, any edition, it's got to be in stock in the NBA shop. I'm not going to go hunting down a jersey for you. I got stuff to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, any jersey that is available in the NBA shop, and that's a lot of them. I mean, like, I think they got Durant OKC jerseys. They might have Durant Supersonics jerseys if that's what you're into. Um, I will get it for you. Hit the link in the description 
and enter it takes like 10 seconds so you know you could be back just doing your thing just going about your day in the next 10 seconds uh we also have an amazing guest today i want to give him a chance to talk about his stuff his podcast his ig all the cool stuff he does in a second but first i know a lot of you guys are here because you're like whoa what's up with the mba shop gift cards you know how do we get those um here's the deal the the directions are in the video description but you'll first like the video we give away a gift card every 10 likes on the video second you gotta subscribe and hit the bell icon third you gotta get in the chat and say something you know tell me what you think about mba refs you know tell me what your favorite flavor of ice cream is i don't care just say something you gotta say something you can't say nothing we have to know you're here uh so that's how you enter that giveaway carter we're five minutes in and we're just getting to you man <laughs> Uh, Thanks I want to shout here, out, dude. What? Yeah, shout, shout out what yeah, you got to shout give out. My shout outs. So obviously, my Instagram is right here. I think they can see it. Oh, and we're, we're inverted. Right there's my Instagram at NBA District, and I want to shout out my podcast with my buddies Mason and John at Winners Work Pod on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Yeah, I'll shout it out too. Uh, the reason I reached out to to Carter is because like from day one of when we like started the trip across thing. I've thought I've thought your content is incredibly smart. Like you come up with all kinds of stuff that I'm like, man, that is so interesting to know. And I never would have thought of looking into it. Thank you. So definitely follow them wherever their podcast is really entertaining. Um, the IG is amazing. Amazing stuff comes up first every time because I engage with it. Uh, but yeah, man, good to have you here. Good to be here. Let's talk jaw. Let's talk cat. Let's talk Luca. Did you watch them all last night or who'd you watch? I was playing Call of Duty last night. I did not. I just did not watch any hoops last night. Watch some following the news. I do mostly following the news. Yeah. Um, John Morant. So he came back from what his team suspension and the NBA suspension combined, kind of. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if we were clear about what the team did about it. You know what I mean? Like I. I think the team just let the NBA take care of it with eight games, right? Okay. I, I, I could be mistaken. I think. On that. I think Somebody... the team like it gave him a couple games, and then Jaw said he was oh. going to take a few games off, and then the NBA right. gave him like eight games, including what he, he already missed. Yeah. Well, he was in rehab for thirty-six hours. So, yeah. You know. That's... He's good what now. Did, what? What, are you, what was he rehabbing? You know, like. <laughs> He's not. I don't think he has any kind of addiction or anything like that. You know, addiction to attention. Did he have to Maybe. go to attention? That, that addiction? could be it. That could Rehab. be it. Um, yeah. So he was down there for 36 hours in Florida. I think he was just taking a vacation. Honestly, he was doing the Dennis Rodman thing. Like I need a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he looked good. He of the three. Well, Luca looked really good too. Uh, but yeah, Jaw looked good. He looked like he. You know, he was right. You know, he he didn't miss much. Mm -hmm. uh such is the case i guess when you're what what is he 20 21 years old you know 21 22 i think yeah take a few days back and take a few days off get right back into it um cat looked incredibly average you know he's been gone for 50 games that's a lot of games yeah yeah i I would not expect him to come and step back right back into the swing of things and the other thing that we haven't talked about the timberwolves in a really long time because cat got injured but the Timberwolves were sort of a hot topic at the beginning of the season because it was like, mm. how is this? How does this work? How does what your guys are doing work? Uh, so already, I think they have a hard time figuring out what 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 they're trying to yeah. do. So yeah, he didn't come step right back into it. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the T Wolves? You're a Cavs fan, I'm, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. from all your jerseys in the background. Um, I think 
I mean, they've managed to stay afloat without one. I mean, they won't really have a clear cut best player. I guess right now it's Anthony Edwards with Cat being yeah, injured I, and him personally, kind of taking I think the, the front line. Cut, but yeah, but be, at least preseason, it was kind of they were all same tier, and they and they've lost one of those three guys, and then they've stayed like. I, I imagine they're around 500, which is anywhere from the six seed to the 10 seed right now. So they've stayed afloat. If they can yeah. get the team to mesh like they expected it to at the beginning of the season and then get into the playoffs, maybe avoid the play-in, I mean, they could win a round, but they could also just get booted in the play-in. It really depends on what they can do in these last couple of weeks. I don't think they're going to avoid the play-in, honestly. And if they don't avoid the play-in... Well, okay, let's let's play this game. They get the sixth seed and they get the Kings in the first round. What do you got? Probably Sacramento, uh, but I say <laughs> Is probably there a team because... You... Go, ahead. Just, Go ahead, yeah. Sacramento would probably be the... I, I'm going to get Kings hater stuff for this, but the thing I've noticed with the Kings, obviously their defense is still really bad, and, that, and that's like that matters extra in the playoffs. And the other thing I noticed that hasn't gotten talked about with the Kings is that... Other than the Kings, every West team, probably every other team in the NBA has gotten like hit with injuries. And that usually happens like every single year. And when I was looking at like lineups that were really good, the Kings starting lineup has played like they've all played like 50, 60 games. Like they've stayed healthy, knock on wood. They continue to stay healthy. Don't want to wish injury on anyone, but they have, they've stayed healthy. And I think that's played a big role in them um, having the seed and the record that they have, as well as just bringing in Sabonis made them a super high powered offensive team. But also, obviously, they allow a lot of points yeah. too. But they get the wins. No, I, I, uh, I, yeah, we brought that up. Uh, we we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Is that like I'm? I, so let me premise preface this all by saying I actually super dig the Kings this year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm, I'm into it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I I do like a I I do love when like a small market team like looks really good though. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, they, they've been healthy, right? So it's hard for me to say that really they can beat any other team's fully healthy lineup. But I will say this, I think there are a lot of teams that could grab that six seed that the Kings would struggle with way more than the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, if it's the Clippers, if it's the Mavs, if it's the Suns, if it's Warriors. the Lakers even, you know, the Warriors, gosh, yeah, I, you know, all of them. So if you're the Kings, I guess you probably kind of want the T-Wolves to grab the six, six seed. Personally, I don't yeah. think so. I actually think they're going to – I think they're having a hard time figuring out. So I guess that's maybe my – because you're talking about this season. Give me mm. your overall just your take, you know, go full opinion on it. Go full season. Uh, on the, on the on Wolves? It, you know, on the Wolves, yeah. Now, I mean, next year it's, it's going to be the same story if they can get the, uh, the Ant-Cat-Gobert thing to fit. Because yeah. last year, well, it was defense and rebounding was like the clear issue. And then they bring in elite defense and great, great, probably elite rebounding. And then it didn't seem to mesh immediately. And they didn't really have a lot of time to get it to mesh, maybe 20 or so games before Cat went down, if yeah. not less. So I think on paper, it can still work. The double big is interesting. Uh, if Cat yeah. can defend at the four position, I think that's probably their biggest issue now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The double big is interesting. It does allow Cat to do what he wants to do, which is mm-hmm. pop. He doesn't want to roll. Yeah. Um. So I suppose that's good. Uh, I think one thing it does a little bit though is it clogs up the lane for Anthony Edwards. And and if it's me, yeah. if I'm the Timberwolves, he's the piece. He's the piece you build mm-hmm. around. Definitely he, the most the best valuable piece. Yeah. Yeah. I I would go out on a limb and say he's the most best player. He's the best player there. Right. Cat mm-hmm. is a good player. 
but we've had a lot of years of Cat Towns now not showing that he's a guy that you build a, a, a contender squad around. Yeah. Um, so I think it's Anthony Edwards. And I think if you're taking scoring options away from Anthony Edwards, that's a problem, right? If you're clogging up the paint, if you're clogging up the inside to it and, and like, you know, putting some guy in the dunker spot like Rudy and you're taking that option away from him and you're allowing teams to be able to play shot on him a little bit more because they know there's a help defender there. Mm. That's an issue, right? Like a team like the Cavs, let's say if you, if, if Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, whoever's guarding him, right. They know that they have Evan Mobley behind them because Rudy Gobert isn't going to move from yeah. five feet away from the rim. That's an issue, right? Unless it's a pick and roll. The only way you get him working is in a PNR. And I don't think that cats or I don't think that Anthony Edwards is incredibly great in a PNR. Mm. Um, I think that personally, I actually think that the T-Wolves could make it work a little bit better if they did this first unit, second unit thing, and they didn't do double bigs, right? So if they go Cat and Anthony Edwards in their first unit, and then they go with Mike Conley and Gobert in their second unit, yeah, um, and they let those two run the PNR because those two can run the PNR incredibly well together. Mm. Uh, it's been proven for multiple years now. Uh, that's kind of my thoughts on it, but I, I think they would have one of the best second units in the league yeah. if they did that. And they would be pretty heavily reliant on their second unit, like outscoring other second units. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can move move any of those big three to the bench, but like for the middle, like 30 minutes, just keep swapping those lineups and just yeah. stagger your stagger your stars. We're probably still right. close. Yeah, they're going to start. Your, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Still closing open with your main guys. Um, John Morant, Yeah, he looked good. We talked about him, Luca. Did you see that whole uh, – and this is where we can transition I, into refs a little bit. I yeah. saw it on Instagram. I couldn't tell if the refs were actually at fault there or if the Mavs were at fault for, like, not realizing the situation. But, yes, I mean, they were all on the other end of the court, and they were away from where <laughs> the ball was. So I don't know if they didn't know the play was going back or yes. if they thought they had the ball or what. Yeah, but, so so I saw it live. Uh, and then and and Mark Cuban also tweeted about it and he said the wrong thing. What he said was incorrect. So this is what happened is the ref. It, it was a bang, bang. The ref. It was honestly it was like a really bad. Like physical call by the ref. Mm. Um, but what happened is that the ball went out of bounds and uh, the ref called it out of bounds and he called it Warriors ball. He did not call it Mavericks ball. Mm. But I, and there's a clip that shows this better but he called out of bounds and he called it Warriors ball, not Mavericks ball. But what happened is that there was a standard TV timeout right after that. So then he called TV timeout on the Mavericks. So he literally went like out of bounds, blew the whistle. And he like really quickly pointed warriors. It was like out of bounds warriors. And then he pointed with his other hand toward the Mavericks. So if you weren't like watching him in that split second, right after he blew the whistle, you would think he called Mavericks ball. Uh, But the tell was actually Kaminga. Because Kaminga got on him about it and was like, you're calling Mavericks ball. And Kaminga was literally, it was the person that went, like, he was the person that might have went off if it was the Mavericks yeah. ball. So if he didn't see the ref in time, like, nobody saw the ref in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kaminga got on him about it, and he was like, no, 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 I called it Warriors ball. Like, he told Kaminga that. So he called it Warriors ball from the jump. He just did it so quick, and then he called a TV timeout for the Mavericks that it, it looked like he called out of bounds Mavericks ball. Yeah. So they were all at the other end of the floor, and then the Warriors just inbounded it and scored. Like, because yeah. uh, the Warriors did know it was their ball. Kaminga knew it was their ball. Mm-hmm. Um. So and Mark Cuban, I think, said, "Oh, he started out calling it Mavericks ball," 
and then and then he changed the call during the timeout and didn't tell us. That's not true. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. That would be dicey if he did that. Though so <laughs> when Mark Cuban t- tweeted all that, I totally believed it. I was like, yep, I could see an NBA, 100% could see mm-hmm. an NBA, NBA ref doing that. You know what I mean? So I think this goes into the larger thing of like, you know, you and I, we're fans, right? Like we watch a lot of basketball. Even if the refs suck, we're still going to watch it. But like, I think my main question about refereeing is like, and this is maybe a great question for you, Casey, and for the chat, does ref, do, do the NBA refs ruin this for the casual fan, right? Like, has it gotten so out of hand with the way that they call things or whether it's missed calls or just calling stuff that's ticky tack and dumb or whatever, like, is that, does it, does it feel too WWE ish to like the casual NBA fan? You know what I mean? Um, as kind of the token casual of the show, uh, I think that, you know, being, being big fans of other sports, I think my, my opinion basically is like consistency is the issue. Just any situation, basically, like, I guess like very late stages of the game, kind of a fan of like let them play a little bit more maybe uh but consistency is the main thing it seems like just from my personal point of view you know any contact almost automatically a foul and then like there's some off ball stuff you're like that seems like that could kind of be foul or you know i'm i'm kind of an old head in that way even like half the time i'm like guys like halfway traveling with the ball they don't call that kind of stuff ever really so i don't know uh, consistency would be the main thing in my mind though that i think they yeah. miss out on carter thoughts Definitely consistency and then be more lenient late game. Um, I feel like a casual fan, like they like, they like to complain about the refs. So maybe, maybe bad calls make them uh, follow the, follow the league more because they get to complain about bad calls and it's their, their favorite pastime. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Suns fans? Because like, I think over the last two games specifically, uh, it's funny because I'm t- I'm actually currently in Phoenix and I'm talking to a bunch of Suns fans and they're like, don't you think that the Suns kind of get targeted more than any other team? I'm like, first, every small market team ever yeah. has said that exact same thing. Mm. Second, I think you've got some recency bias, right? So that's my take. I haven't uh, even seen anything about Phoenix recently. But... Okay, so last night, uh, last night, Phoenix played LA and this happened actually against Milwaukee as well. It's basically the last three games. This happened against Milwaukee as well. Uh Drew Holiday is one. Of, so I'll start with Milwaukee. Drew Holiday is one of the most uh, physical. Uh, he's a very good perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. So don't hear what I'm not saying. He's not not good, but he is physical. He's incredibly physical to a perimeter defender because they play that that drop D and like so he has to fight over every screen. He kind of has to hold you a little bit. And uh, like Devin Booker got to the line some ridiculous number, some ridiculously low number of times. Um, and some ridiculously low number of fouls was actually called on Milwaukee, whether on the floor or uh, or shooting. Um, and Monty Williams called it out after that game. And then there was another game where it was kind of bad. And then last night they played the Lakers. Um, the Suns shot 20 free throws, which is a pretty normal number. Uh, the Lakers shot 46 free throws. Austin Reeves shot 12 of them. I could only – I looked today quickly. I could only find – I think four games this season where a team has shot more than 45 free throws last night. Another layer to this is that Scott Foster was in the refing crew, which I don't know if you know, like the Scott Foster, Chris Paul thing, but like Chris Paul is something like two and 15 in, in playoff games that Scott Foster refs and he's lost the last 14 of them straight. Uh, So yeah, I guess that's, it's that kind of stuff. And 
I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Cause I think that like people in Phoenix at all can just hear that rhetoric and kind of follow the league more and like get mm. behind this whole, like, Oh, I, I know what they're doing. And then you got Devin Booker saying things like, yeah, look, you know, I know when you watch these games, you can tell that the league's trying to push a certain agenda, right? Devin mm. Booker, a superstar, basically hinting at, yeah, that's, there's an agenda. And then Luka Doncic doing when he doesn't get calls doing stuff like that, you know, tell asking the refs who's paying them. Mm. Um, so yeah i mean i don't know i think the small market players feed into it there's a lot of drama amongst players in the w in the, not the WNBA. there might be in the WNBA. <laughs> in the nba <laughs> there's a lot of drama amongst players off court you know that's kind of the draw uh but i don't know yeah the, the i've heard a lot of people say that it's unwatchable because of the refs specifically they think because of ticky tack calls Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i mean then you get this stuff where it's like what about no calls right what about when your team you feel like your team's really just getting shafted uh because you know the league agenda is that the lakers need to make the playoffs right yeah. uh, i mean do you think it can be that far like do you think that someone like scott foster could be like look i know what the league wants and i'm gonna get it done i don't i don't think they do that i think that were the Lakers at home? Because I know I know there's like studies. I read a book for a sports analytics class that the refs will always like unintentionally favor the home team on close calls because really? the the crowd reaction like positively reinforces it or something along those lines. I don't even know if they were gotcha. home or not. Yeah, but so the I don't refs think are like, like they call it for the home the team and the crowd, crowd goes crazy yeah. for them. They're like, Yeah, got you. Okay. Yeah, the Lakers were at home. Yeah, okay. So I imagine that's all there is to it. And then with like number of Do you think there's anything throws, to the Scott Foster, Chris Paul thing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe once, maybe the first few were like just unlucky. And then Chris Paul started like expecting to get screwed. And then he screwed himself <laughs> over. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. now. But nah, my, 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 que my, my question is like to Chris Paul is what did you do, man? <laughs> like, what, what did you do to this guy? Do you, like, you like date his daughter or something and it's a bad breakup like yeah <laughs> can you imagine if a, you were a player and you dated it like an nba refs like family member like would they be able to ref your games that'd be it'd be, it'd be extra difficult like yeah like you're at sunday dinner and you're like yeah you screwed me <laughs> he lost his that game last night i don't know lost that game. i don't know if we're cool anymore <laughs> yeah I think we're gonna have to get a divorce. Uh, all right, how many how many likes do we got on the video, Casey? Uh, John, I think this one's starting out pretty strong. I think we're at above twenty, so we have two right. spins to do uh, at some point in the show. So, are you thinking we want to do one here? Um, yeah, let's do let's do a spin, dude. All right. Um, so it's twenty five dollar NBA shop gift card. Uh, we try and give away quite a few of them. We give them away every show. So if it's your first time here. We do give away. NBA or MLB or NFL shop gift cards every show, usually multiple of them for a show. So a lot of people win, right? So they're 25. A lot of people have won like more than one of them. Um, it is interesting right. you asked, John. I did um, I did put out a poll to see how many people are new. And it looks like 27% uh, of people with us today are new people who haven't joined us right. on a live before. Dude, freaking everybody's here for you, bro. Thanks, Carter. Let's go. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> All right. If you don't okay, see guys, the name on the wheel, go ahead, Casey. I was just going to say, yeah, if you don't see your name on the wheel, it's because you haven't been chatting. Of course, I don't make any mistakes, so I added everybody who's been chatting onto the wheel. Um, if you don't, you should see yourself. Uh, but if you don't see yourself on there, start chatting in the chat, because uh, we're going to do our first spin now, and you can still get in on the second one. So without further ado, 
We'll spin now to see who wins the first $25 gift my card. Money, my money's on NBA. Chris Wheeler. Chris Wheeler. Ah, I think it's going to be Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, congrats. Uh, Brandon's that, so that's a great example. Someone who has actually won something before, I think. So yeah, stick yeah, around. Die stuff. Yep. Diehards know how it goes. Brandon, you know the drill, I believe. But if you don't, uh, make sure you email us, triplecrosspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you won a $25 wheel spin uh, for or $25 gift card wheel spin for the NBA shop on episode 50. And we'll get that to you uh, in just the next couple of days. For sure. Speaking of Brandon, uh, I guess the players do have some power here. Uh, th so this is interesting because everybody says like, oh, they should get fined. They should get the." You know, we, we've talked about the refs before when they missed that LeBron call earlier in the year that basically cost the Lakers the game against the Celtics. It's like a very clear foul and they missed it. Mm -hmm. um, they should get fined or they should do this or that. And it's like, you know, I think that they came out and said something like, well, I mean, just because we're not like publicly punishing our employees doesn't mean that like they don't like that there's not repercussions for this. So um, yeah, I guess that one that Van Vliet called out got demoted and I guess there are penalties, but I've also heard, uh, I, I think Jared, my co-host, usual co-host said they don't, they make like a hundred K a year. I'm like, man, you can't find guys too much when they make only a hundred K a year, man. Like that's, mm -hmm. you know, find them a couple times and they got a family to feed. It's not great for them, but, or they could just do their job better, I suppose. Yeah, difficult job though. Very difficult. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we had somebody right, in the chat said they would they would take that salary. They'd be an NBA ref here. It was. CC, I mean, look, I, I'm not scoffing at 100k a year, but like, how much can you find them? You find them five grand every time they call, get a call wrong. Like, what or one even one grand every time they get a call wrong in an 82 game season? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. I guess you could find them a couple hundred bucks or something like that. But how much is like? how much is right you know if you really Maybe just give them give them raises for like a good hit rate on correct calls or something they just, I do, that way instead of i do wonder what their incentivization system is you know what i mean like if scott foster is particularly terrible like is he is he like one of the guys you know what i mean like is he like on the a squad is he one of the highest paid refs you know what i mean i do wonder what their incentivization <laughs> system is because that might give us more insight into why they if there is any scripting, you know, do they get a cut from league revenue? Because if they do, then everybody knows like, hey, the deeper the Lakers get, the deeper the Celtics get, the deeper the Heat get, the better. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. It's conspiracy they, just need to get more, they need to get more creative with the revenue streams, I think. I think, you know, just like players, we know they make a salary. But that's not all the money they make. They have sponsorships. I think those NBA refs, they need to get out there. They're doing as much running as the players get are, them, maybe get more. Get NIL deals. <laughs> they don't get bench minutes. I think that'd be hilarious, hilarious, like parody, like a Nike commercial or spon yeah. like the sponsored athlete. Like you got the players out of focus in the background. The refs just there. <sighs> yeah. Just running up and down the court. Come on. Yeah, get creative refs. Tim, like Tim Donahue got creative. He got creative with his revenue streams. <laughs> So uh, it, it's not always the best to get creative. Get creative in the right ways. All um, right. What we got next, John? Uh, yeah, Mike. Good call out. Watching this and the NCAA men's tournament. What do we got right now? It was Kansas State. Is that game over? I just checked. No, Kansas State's up four with three and a half left. Ooh, I think I had Michigan State coming out of that. Well, and then I don't know. My, bra my bracket's pretty much already ruined by Purdue and – Stop. I made I made all 25 second chance brackets. One's gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. Take the sweet 16. One's gonna one'll go. hit. Yeah, if you make yeah, if you make all of them, then you'll get one. Right. 
You can't even make you can't even make all uh sweet six like elite eight combinations in twenty five. I don't think. Oh That's really? I did. I did make twenty five unique well, elite eights, but you couldn't make twenty five. You couldn't make a perfect one, but you could. You'd pick the champion. Yeah. You you could probably even pick the final four. With elite eight. Mm, possibly. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you if you need six if you need sixteen <laughs> brackets to definitely pick the champion, then I think you need like a lot to, to guarantee the final four. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Here's what I want to move on to. Um, my bracket's crushed. That's so this is interesting. I guess let's spend a minute on this. What is the deal with NCAA hoops? Honestly, do you follow it very much? Gar? I only watch the tournament. I, I like, do too. I was trying to figure this out and hop in the chat. If you know more about this, like, why is it so wrong? Is it because it's like, why are the brackets and the seating so wrong? Is it because it's only one game? Is it because I've heard people say that like, oh, the new like transfer por portal, the tra new transfer protocol, plus these NIL deals and stuff is like shaking up college sports so much, much. And that is true, especially in basketball. They transfer so much now. Like mm -hmm. Mac McLung played two years of college ball at two different colleges, you know, uh, and that's like not that weird at all. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is that like the seating is so wrong in these things, but it's wild, man. Yeah, I think just single game tournament, anything can happen. And then apparently a, a one seed losing to a 16 seed is possible now. It's happened twice in the last five years or so. Right. And a 215 this year as well. Mm. That's three um, straight years. I think I didn't pick any 215s in my brackets. It was like it happened twice in a row. It's due to not because it's like right. seven of the last ever yeah third third year in a row it's crazy yeah i mean i get it's not a series but you'd think that the cream would still rise to the top i guess but i don't know that's i, I think it's a score right like it, it, you see this in the league too like how do the rockets have 16 wins or where they got more now 20 wins or whatever the spurs i mean yeah they have 20 hot nights over the course of the season like mm -hmm. uh really good shooting nights or uh, another team has a bad night and some of those wins are like didn't they beat the celtics i mean yeah yeah, like some of those wins are like pretty significant wins because it's like, well, they had a bad night. We had a good night. Um, anyway, this is what I wanted to move on to today is we are going to do a little segment where we're going to pick some all-decade starting fives. We might do some follow-up content for this um, where we where we simulate these in 2K. And we do a little in, – in, in the spirit of March Madness, we do a little, uh, little tournament of our own, a little all-decade tournament. Um, so I was kicking it back. We talked about this a little bit before the show, uh, but for everyone who's here, I was ki I kicked it back all the way. I was like, all right, so how will we do this? If we go 2020s, 2010s, 2000s, in order to make an eight-team tournament, we would we would have to do a 1950s team, which I just decided, let's not do a 1950s team. That sounds awful. Uh, so the first seed's going to get a buy, and we'll come up with some way to seed the teams, like maybe via social media polls and stuff like that um so yeah let's do it so what we're gonna do today is we're gonna draft the teams so let's draft maybe a team or two and then we'll do another spin oh wait how many spins do we oh, okay so do we have one more spin or two more uh currently i believe we have one more you guys need to get to liking looks like we're eight likes away from a third spin so uh we'll see we'll see people all still right. leak in here because uh they don't all get the text at the same time they don't all click at the same time for sure so right yeah. if you haven't hit that like button for sure. All right. So let's start with the 60. Do you want to start at the top and go like you want to go 60s to 2020s or do you want to go 2020s to 60s? Let's start 60s. All right. 
1960. Get out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way. <laughs> Love it. What? The 60s isn't the best era of basketball? <laughs> Back when they played uh, defense. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was Will. Good and old they days. didn't play any defense at all. <laughs> they just let him score 80 whenever he wanted. Um, yeah. Okay. So, 60s. Uh, I think, what do you want to do? Do you want to pick, just like, let's just pick the best five players and put them in positions? Or do you want to like say there can only be one center? Because if we say there can only be one center, then we're talking about Ooh. Will or Bill Russell. I think we should just to pick the best five personally. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. I, but, I Googled. But, I have a top 10 list. If you guys want some inspiration to start with. I think I might be okay on the 60s, but maybe on the 70s, I might need that. But I, uh, I do think like maybe let's set some parameters for ourselves. Like we can't put a guard in like a four or a five. Yeah like a true big like they have to be like one position adjacent type of thing mm-hmm. um so like we couldn't pick like a whole team full of like oh steph curry dame lillard and i don't know kyrie irving like that's too many yeah. of that mm-hmm. uh okay so i mean are will and bill russell let's start there both of them that's our that's our four or five that's our four or five or four or four or five or five four or five whichever they're just our twin towers mm-hmm. and honestly i think that's all the 60s team needs <laughs> yeah can we just whoever else with them uh but what else who else you got i was thinking oscar west and elgin for the one two three oscar west and elgin who are we missing who would be who who you were saying havlicek jerry west we would be snubbing in that i'm Mm. definitely good with oh no you said west yeah havlicek or west So, so why, yeah, to say more, why do you think West over Havlicek? I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't look into a ton of historic stuff, but the people that I talk to that are big on all time lists, they're all really good on really high on Jerry West. And I think he made a bunch of finals and averaged a bunch of points. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Imagine Havlicek was Havlicek always like a a number two guy. I think Um, it was. Yeah. I think it was like West and Wilt versus Havlicek and Bill Russell like a bunch of times in the finals and Havlicek and Bill Russell. Yeah, them, obviously. Havlicek had a 29 point per game season. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to contextualize the 60s because yeah. it was like, yeah, he had a 29 point per, per game season. Will had West like a 36 point times per game. Though. Yeah. Will, Will had a 36 point per game decade. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm good with West Robertson. Uh, West ranks fifth all time in points per game. Is that right? Could that be yeah. West was a scorer. Oh, yeah, he's 27, 27 in his career. Well, so on the on that Lakers squad, I can't. I don't know who else was on that Lakers squad, but it was basically Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West. That was the whole squad. Um, uh, and yeah, and like just whoever else. And that's probably maybe that's why they maybe the Celtics were a little more complete. I'm just making up narratives because I wasn't there, and there's not a lot of it's not like you can watch a lot of game film on this. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm good with Robertson, West, Russell, Chamberlain, and who was your fifth? Elgin Baylor at the three. Oh, yeah, Elgin Baylor. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on to 70s. Who do we got? Who give me some inspo here? Or Definitely you, Kareem, right? Kareem, yeah, at Kareem. Well, Kareem could be in the 80s, though, too. Be seven, I think it'll be in both. Okay, so Assuming if they're going to be not. in both. If they're going to be in we both. We can say any, any Bucks Kareem for 70s and then Lakers Kareem for 80s. 
Okay. Yep. I'm good with that. Any year we can. Any bucks, Kareem? I would take any year, honestly. I I just don't know the years well enough to know. Bob Dandridge, uh, Dave Cohen's, Wes Unseld, Havlicek, Hayes, Bob McAdoo, Walt Frazier, Bob Lanier, Kareem. Walt Frazier and Kareem in the big spots. I think Walt Frazier's a guard. Oh, yeah, Frazier. Who am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know who I'm thinking of. Phil um, oh, Dr. J. We can't forget Dr. J. So oh, yeah, we have to remember the ABA. We have to remember the ABA. Uh, thank you, Mark, Michael, and Bill Walton. Ooh, we got. What are we gonna do about Bill Walton? That ticket? I just said it because I thought that's who you were thinking of for the big. Yeah. So Bill. So we got Bill Walton, Dr. J, and some version, some Bucks version of Kareem, right? Uh, yeah. Can we fit all of those guys onto the floor together? Can we put Dr. J at the three? Yeah. Okay. He, he gets called a small forward. All right. All right. Who are our guards in the seventies? Is Elgin still playing in the seventies? Some lists. Um, I think Walt Frazier should be on here at the one or two. Okay. Um, Give us some seventies guards, chat. Will played so a get few a lot easier. years, but he was he was a little wash. He guards. Uh, did Magic start? Eighty on the dot. Eighty on the dot, huh? Oh, Ma- Magic's probably the best guard of ni- of the nineteen eighties. Yeah. Well, really, any other guard in the seventies is probably going to work. Pete Maravich. Uh, oh, pistol. This. Yeah. As a Jazz fan, I'm going to just make the command field decision to put Pistol in there. All right, so we got, we got Pistol, Pistol Pete, Walt Frazier. So Pete Maravich, Walt Frazier, Dr. J, Julie Serving, um, Bill Walton, and Kareem slash Lowell Cinder. Um, okay. 80s. Magic 80s and Kareem magic again. And another Kareem. Another magic, another cream. Uh, bird, bird, right? Yeah. Okay. Definitely bird. Do we? Do we... Who is Michael birds? Who is birds? Are, who is birds guard? Who is birds guard? I think he just played with Mikhail, right? Oh who yeah, that's true. Four. So he was a big. That was his. Yeah. So does he go in the eighties? You think or? Who else? I mean, Michael Jordan started in what year? 84? 84. 84. Yeah. I mean, probably the 1989, the 1988 or 1989 season of Michael Jordan was like pretty legendary. So probably yeah. Jordan. He was already leading the league in scoring for the final three years of the 80s. Yeah. Little so magic. we, got, Isaiah so we Thomas. got Magic Jordan, Bird, Ooh, and Kareem. And then who else? We, yeah, we got Isaiah Thomas, plus whoever else was on that bad boy Pistons. Well, okay. <sighs> Ooh, what do, do we, we go do with, with Isaiah like the Michael full and... decade of Isaiah, or do we go half a decade of Michael Jordan? Or are we just picking like I mean, Michael peak? Jordan's for sure going to be on the 90s squad. Yeah. Moses Malone, Dominique Wilkins, gosh, Parrish, Mikhail. 80s is where it starts to get tough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So we got to figure out this. We got to figure out what we do with Magic. I wish Magic would Definitely just be Magic. Freak- 
I wish he could just, I, I, okay. I'm going to throw this out there. Magic is six, what? Eight, six, 10. Yeah. He's tall. Can we put him at the three? Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Magic, Bird at the four, Kareem at the five. That could be the play. Wait, you say Magic the two, John? When did Charles Barkley start? He's for sure going to – he might be on the 90s squad. Yeah, I got I, – no, not Magic at the two. Magic at the three. I mean, that oh, is two positions away from where he played. But Say it one more time. It would be Isaiah Thomas at the one, Matt, Jordan at the two, Magic at the three, Bird at the four. Jordan would be a three five. before Magic? I mean, yeah, you could put Jordan at the three. I don't care. Put one of them at the three. All right. Carl Malone and Charles Barkley would probably be candidates for the 90s squad. When did they start? Carl Malone. Look at Mo Moses could be a candidate for this one instead of Moses and Wilkins. This yeah. one's tough. Patrick Ewing would be 90s, I think. I'm just watching the chat. Carl Malone's going to be 90s. Stockton's going to be 90s. Isaiah Thomas could be 90s, but I think I think Stockton over Isaiah for 90s personally. But John Starks yeah. would be John Starks would be 90s. We could make it in, since there's such a log jam kind of starting. We could make it so that we pick the player in their best decade only and replace them in other decades. Yeah, interesting. Then we just would have to pick a backup. Then we just would have to pick a backup. So Wilkins and Malone. Malone would be a backup five, and Wilkins would be a backup three, I think, right? Um, Wait, so are are we doing – are we limiting it to one – Decade like per player. One decade. No, I don't think we should do that because I'm I'm just thinking of like there's going to be a pretty serious log jam in the 2000s and 2010s. Yeah, because we'd have to pick what 2000s LeBron or 2010s LeBron. Yeah, I mean it'd be 2010s. Yeah, we could do that. We could say they can only play for one decade. I think that'd work. It? Let's do yeah. it. All right. All right. Uh, so okay. The 70s. Or, uh, what? No, we didn't skip Wilt. He's in the 60s. Oh, okay. We didn't, we didn't yeah. do it. So I think 60s can stay. He's and then the did we dupe any 70s from the 60s? We didn't dupe any 70s. for Well, Kareem. Kareem no, was in we 70s didn't use Kareem. No, we, we didn't did. use Kareem. So, so, yeah, Kareem is 70s and 80s. So we got to pick. Okay. I think we got to go 80s with Kareem. Let's see. Well, there's a lot of other good guys. And the, the end of the eighties, he was a he was a bit washed. And then all of the seventies, he was we could put him in the seventies because in the eighties we have we have other guys. We have Moses Malone yeah. in the eighties. I'll get us a visual here going so that we can see this guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh I think we go to the seventies with Kareem. I think in the eighties we go with Mal Moses Malone in that five spot, or who else? Probably Moses. Mikha Mikhail. I think Moses. Moses is nice. Yeah, Moses. And then what are we doing with Jordan? Jordan's going to go 90s, and we're going to put yeah. Dominic Wilkins in that three. Right? Yeah. Jordan Jordan goes to 90s. So what, what's our what's our 80s? Magic. So 80s is, is Magic. 80s Isaiah. Is, uh, Isaiah, Magic, Dominic Wilkins, Larry Bird. And Moses Malone. 
It's a good 80 squad. All right. Now tell me again. <laughs> what am I doing? Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson. Uh, Michael Jordan is going to go to the 90s, and we're going to put Dominic w- Wilkins in that three spot. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay, never mind. That's 90s, right? Yeah, and then Larry Bird's going to stay. Kareem's going to go to the 70s, and we're going to put Moses Malone in the 80s. Same. That's 90s. Everything else looks good so far? Yeah, I think think we're good. 60s you're missing, but that's all right. We can go back. Yeah, no, I didn't start this until after we'd already finished that, and I was not remembering those guys. 90s where it's going to get tough. My vote for starting point guard of the 90s is John Stockton. But uh, I realize yeah. I'm very I'm very biased in that take. Throw them in there. I don't think holder. there's. But what are the other options that we haven't used? I mean, it'd be Isaiah Thomas. It'd be. Well, you already used him in the, the 80s. 80s. So I that's think it's true. just Stockton. Yeah. Star- Starks would be an option. Starks would be a two, though. Go Stockton. Penaway, then, Penny Hardaway. Penny Jordans Hardaway. are two. And Jordans are two. Teams are five, for sure. Yep, I'm good with that. So uh, I think you're Malone or Malone or Barkley in the four spot. I'd I'd say Carl Malone. Yeah. And then who's our three? What do you want to do with the three? You got Pippen. You got. You could move Barkley to the three, I suppose. Hakeem Olajuwon in the five spot, Casey. Gotcha. Making sure I spell it right. Oh, another '90s candidate would be Gary Payton. Ooh, for for that for the one spot. I think I'd still go Stockton. I think I would too. Penny Hardaway this would be another article. Mention. Went Charles Barkley and Malone and Hakeem. I think that's a little too big though. Barkley, so, Malone, I know, Charles Barkley's like six six, right? Isn't he short? Oh wait, hold on, I, hold, I on think hold on, hold on. We forgot David Robinson. Oh, the Admiral. Rob. Oh man, man, what do we do now? I mean, oh jeez, he's not over Hakeem, but he might be over Carl Malone. You think? In the nineties, so do you, th- th- you know who we're really shafting here is players who were like good for two half decades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, sucks to suck, dude. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> Mike, get out of here with Dikembe Mutombo. No, no. Oh, yeah. You think we're gonna get Dikembe Mutombo into this? Ooh, like, we're Sean, talking about Sean we're talking Kemp about bumping Carm alone right now. Oh, Reggie yeah. Miller. There's Same some thing great with Sean Kemp. I love Sean here. Kemp. We're not gonna be able to get into this. Get him into this. This is tough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Remember, man, Dave, anybody who had a better decade, we wouldn't put in the '90s guys. I think there's some of these guys you could put in yeah, that what category. Do you think, what do you think, Carter? Could Maybe we move Carl Robbins... all the way back to the three? Is that reasonable at all? Who? Malone? I think Carl the Malone. only power forward we can put at the three is Charles Barkley. Okay. Because he was like six, 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 seven. So that so we got to make a decision between Carl Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, and, and David Robinson. Hakeem's Casey, a lot. And Pippen. We got to put Pippen in there too, right? Pippen, <sighs> Pippen and Barkley. Because Pippen's the most pure three out of the group, at least, right? I might right, just right. go Get, Pippen let, at the let's, three. Let's do two polls in a row. Casey, can you give me a poll on? Uh, Carl Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, and uh, who was the other one? David Robinson. And it would be eliminate one. Yep. If that's... Yeah. So the 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 two at the top, two votes okay. is those two. Somebody just said Shaq is a '90s. 100% Shaq is a 2000s. 
Shaq is the mo- maybe the most dominant player. Yeah, Shaq was like was like second half. Ah, Shaq started in '93. He did start in '93, and he Jeez, was good. That's a lot like, of. That's he was a the lot most of dominant player. Shaq. He was the most dominant player of the 2000s, I think. Uh, he was yeah he was he he was a uh, Shaq was the 00 half to the Shaq 06. I mean, John, you want you want Elijah Juan, yeah, uh, we'll Malone, and who else in the poll? Elijah Juan, Malone, Robinson, and honestly, I think Hakeem's a lock. I'd say it's between D. Rob and Carl Malone right? for that four spot. Didn't you're, you're gonna lock in Hakeem? Okay, so just give me Carl Malone and David Robinson in a poll. Okay, see, gotcha. And then after that, give me Charles Barkley and Pippen in a poll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. While he's doing that, let's go to 2000s. Man, this is not going to get easier. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. 2000s point guards. Let's start there. Or who do you want to lock in the 2000s? I think we got to lock Shaq in the 2000s. Shaq and Kobe. Because sure. yeah, everybody's right? everybody's only one decade. Everybody's going to go only one decade. So let's let's lock Shaq into the five spot, 100. percent Yeah. Okay. He would, and then let's lock Tim Duncan I, into the four spot. Oof, I forgot he existed. Yep. Yeah, Duncan at the four, yeah. and then Kobe at the two. Kobe at the two, AI at the one. Oh man, that. Um, are there we're definitely ones? forgetting Nash? someone. Nash, Nash, kid. I think Nash is the AI. one. You think Nash over kid? Yeah, two MVPs. Yeah. So you, think I, I wouldn't go at it because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of scoring. I yeah, you're put, thinking about team chemistry now. I wouldn't. I would start to think about team chemistry. I would go AI next to Kobe. Ooh, KG. KG just can't make it. I mean, Duncan and Shaq are there. KG just you can't. can't. Well, yeah. What are you gonna? You're gonna put KG over Paul over Tim Duncan? You can't do it. Yeah. I think KG is the second best power forward ever. I don't. But it's Shaq and Duncan. <laughs> you think he's a better power forward than Carl Malone, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like that. One spot. Okay, so we got Tracy and Carl Malone, but be... by, by the way, Carl Malone beat out David Robinson by a landslide. Okay, Carl Malone is our four. And the then ge- that means a... the Admiral's not in this at all. Scotty uh-huh. Pippen versus Pippen versus, versus Barkley. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Yes. All right, so we got a lot of chat suggestions here. I appreciate this chat because it helps me remember who I'm forgetting. So in the 2000s, Tracy McGrady, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Tony Parker, Dirk. Carmelo. Dirk. Ooh. No, we got to leave out Dirk and KG. That's yeah. tough. Well, we can move Dirk to a three, I think. I, he, he can shoot, so it'd be fine. So off. so in the three, we're talking three. about Tracy McGrady could be a three. Paul Pierce could be a three. Dirk could be a three. Carmelo's a three. I don't think you can put KG in the three. He's like Carmelo. No. You can't. Yeah. So what do you think? In the, in the one, what do you got? You got Steve Nash. You got Tony Parker. I'd say Nash. Nash over Parker and Kid. Yeah. This this right. article that I've been following, they went Nash as well, and they went Dirk at the three. Okay. Yeah. That is okay, a big so... three, though. It's a big three, but he's a stretcher. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go. Na- I- I'm good with Nash at the one. Um. Right. And then let let's after this Barkley Pippen poll, let's do one more poll for the three spot, and let's put. Dirk, Ooh. let's put Dirk Pierce Mello. And who are we? Who else? Dirk Pierce Mello and maybe Tracy McGrady. Oh, we can see him for 2010. I think oh, McGrady's out. We're also Tim Hardaway's not in here either, but I just don't think there's room for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Nah. 
Okay, so after that Pippin Barkley poll, do a poll for Dirk, Carmelo, and who was the other one that I just said? T Mac. Dirk, Carmelo, Dirk, Carmelo, T Mac, and Paul Pierce. Wow, I forgot about Paul Pierce. I know. I don't think he gets it over. Yeah. So yeah, Casey, did you catch that? Uh, no. Kevin Christian's throwing us a Stefan Marbury. I hate, look, I'm not disrespecting Steph Marbury. He's not going to make this. <laughs> like, we're talking about kicking Dirk out. I mean. I don't hate Pierce at the three just because he's an actual three. I know. Well, and so, we is, Car- so is Carmelo. Size. Yeah. Carmelo's an actual three as well. All right. Scotty, uh, Scotty yeah. Pippen is our winner of the Ooh, that means Charles like Barkley's out of here. Later, dog. We got two Bulls, two Jazz, and Hakeem. That's a great team. Dude, that 90s squad is tough. Yeah, that is. All right, so give me a poll with Dirk, Dirk, Tracy McGrady, uh, Carmelo Anthony, and Paul Pierce. You got that, Casey? Yep. All right, let's go to 2010s while we get that. Dirk's in the placeholder spot. So, LeBron. LeBron, locked. Steph. Okay. Well, we also have to consider so no Steph in the 2020s then. Yeah, I, I'd say 2010s. That's where he got his Steph. all his champion or most of his championships and his yep. uh MVPs. Okay. So LeBron in the three, Steph in the one. I'm good with that. I was thinking Chris Paul, but I think you have to go James Harden. In the two, oh, yes. Yeah. I do. I think so in the 2010s for sure. So Steph Harden LeBron. Kevin Durant in the four, I think. Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. Kevin Durant easily. And then we need a center. This is when they started playing more positionless. I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, I think this is a little if, bit. If Dirk, if Dirk loses his pull, he can be our 2010 center. Yeah. <laughs> um, he went from three to five real quick. Paul, Paul George. So people are saying D Rose. Nah. I mean, D Rose, I actually love D Rose, but he wasn't good for long enough. To make an yeah, all-decade team, over Steph or Harden. Clay Thompson can't take it over Harden or LeBron. Jokic is going to be too late, and Bead's going to be too late. Yeah, they're going to be in the 2020s. Who did you just say? Oh, do we have a Marcus 2020s team too, John? Yeah, 2020s as well. Okay. What'd you say, Carter? Demarcus Cousins. I don't think he was good for long enough. No, but nah. I mean, look, hurt. I love me some boogie, but <laughs> uh, Paul George. I think it. Might Dude, be I mean, play, Anthony the playoff Davis here. Oh, Anthony Davis at the five. Ooh. Ooh, Dwight. Dwight was really good in the 2010s, but not for a long time. Chat, give us a 2010s yeah. five. Oh, 100%. Felix made a good point. We're we're this this format also ignores Dwayne Wade a little bit, but I just <sighs> actually looking at it though, Is I don't think to he's put good him? enough. I mean, we can't put him in the 20 2010s over Harden. And we can't put him in the 2000s over Kobe, I don't think. No. I think if he fit anywhere, it'd have to be run, in the like teens. Maybe over right? Nash, but you're losing a point guard. Wade over Nash? I would actually be okay with that. Who do we have in here? I I, I didn't. I must be behind. Steph, LeBron, KD, <laughs> You want to hear a ch- here's, here's our Oh, sorry, not in that general. order. I was oh. just kind of naming them. Steph, Harden, LeBron, KD, or KD, LeBron. I don't know what we're doing. Katie LeBron, it does, I would say Katie LeBron is a little more true, but doesn't matter. Yeah. We started playing positionless in the 2010s. 
Uh, yeah. It's wacky out here. So, so here are the chat mm -hmm. suggestions. The, the, big, the big men really took a big downhill turn in the 2010s. Here are our chat suggestions for big men. We got Dwight Howard, Paul Millsap, and Chris Bosh. Paul Mills. <laughs> Let's put... Let's put LeBron in the five spot and just lean in into the five it. spot. That way we make it. That way we put Harden in the three, KD in the four, and then Bosh we get D Wade in well, there. Then you can get D Wade, yeah. I mean, hey, Bosh or I, I'm dude. I'm down with Dirk being my. How's that Dirk? How's that poll doing, Casey? Oh yeah, good point. Um, let's see here. We are. It's looking Dirk. It's looking very Dirk. It's oh looking... no, Dirk goes to the 2010s. That's okay. where he belongs. I mean, he's a big I mean, three. This but... uh, the website I've been looking at. They went with Mark Gasol at the five. Huh. Ooh. I don't know if he's, he's even the best Gasol. Yeah, Powell would <laughs> definitely. Be... Would you have either of those guys in over D Wade though, and just kind of making it position? Yeah, honestly, I'll put LeBron or KD at my five. And Anthony Davis Jeez, is actually this, probably... this team runs into the two thousands with Duncan, Shaq, and Dirk. <laughs> guarded up by KD, LeBron, and Dwayne Wade <laughs> as their full court. Oh, it's gonna be. Or, ugly. or they run gonna... into uh, they run into Bill and Wilt. Hope the hope those threes That'd are hitting. Fun. You know, I think they need a five. I think we. Dwight yeah. Dwight is probably, no like Kevin Garnett or anything, oh, right? Like Mike, Michael said, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin they're still really? getting destroyed by every. I think they need a center. I think. I mean, is Kevin dude, Garnett out of line, like, like big time? Is Kevin Garnett out of line? Uh, by the 2010s. Yeah, he only yeah. had his like Celtics years there. Yeah. And by the 2010s, he was... he's out of line. Yeah. Shoot, I wish he weren't though. Man, yeah. the the era of the I big think, men was the 90s I think and Anthony 2000s. Davis. Anthony Ooh. Davis over Blake Griffin, you think? Oh, Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. What about Amari Stoudemire? Amari. Ooh. Let's see what years he. He was more of a 2000s guy for sure. Let's just throw David Admiral or. <laughs> David Robinson David, on this team. David, David Admiral. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amari, Amari was kind of done by around 2012-2013. The, the chat is trying so days. hard to help us. They're reaching Andrew Bogut. Bogut. Lopez. <laughs> Andrew Bogut, mate. We could put Andrew Bogut in the Fox Bowl. It's too late. Jokic should be 20s. Roy yeah. Hibbert. I mean, Jokic was good in the 2010s. Are you are you Probably firmly saying like years. We couldn't put Embiid or Jokic in the five. Spot I don't think here. so because they were only really good for like the last couple of seasons of the 2010s, like okay. like all time great level. All right, let's go. I think we got to go Dwight or Anthony Davis or Bosh maybe. Anthony Davis because Dwight was Dwight was a lot of uh, late 2000s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Michael, dude, I appreciate your help, but Yoakam Noah. There so just cute. isn't anybody, you know. Uh, I think we got to go Dwight or Anthony Davis. Who do you want? I'd say AD, just because right, Dwight was like, I don't even know Dwight if he was... had any magic years in the 2010s. I think it was just like the Lakers and then the Rockets. Oh yeah, no, let's not do Rockets, Dwight Howard. <laughs> All right. All oh, right. Let's go. Let's go. Years. Let's let's move on to the 2020s here. <sighs> okay, so I think Giannis, for Jokic, sure, and Bead. Giannis Jokic and B is our, who's the is three? our MVP who's the front three, court. Uh, yeah, Giannis three, Jokic four, and Bead five, and then Luca okay. one. Uh, one. One two. Okay, best guards so far this decade. Jokic is a uh, JOKIC. I'm gonna put Dame in this oh, in one of these yeah, spots for sure. 
Luka I, I Dame. Would have Dame. Yeah, I think so. Who else are we missing? It would be Dame. It would be, I mean, Steph is already in a decade. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie probably is would be in there. Well, I don't know, because since 2020, he's Dame. like, oh, Luka. We could put Luka in a guard spot. I'd say Luka and Dame is oh, the yeah. backcourt, unless yeah, I'm missing somebody. Dude, this 2020 squad is tough. If anybody can beat that 90s or the 2000s squad, it's the 2020 squad. Yeah. Sure. Do you want Dame okay, who, Luka or Luka than Dame? Uh, Luka's the Dame, one. Dame one, Luka two. Yeah, Dame one, Luka two. Devin yeah. Booker would be another also ran guard, but I don't think he's at the Dame level. Uh-uh. Yeah, it, chat, let us know who we're missing in the 2020s. This one's probably the easiest because it's so recent. Um, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's emerging, but I don't think he's there. Uh-uh. He's not at Dame level. Um, am I missing anyone in Miami? Who am I missing in the East? Because I don't follow the East as much. I'll think West. You think East? Give it a second. I mean, there's Trey, but he's not there. Jaw Jaw would be another one in the West. Shay. Shay would be in the West too. I think nobody's nobody's. I'm gonna put level. Shay Donovan Donovan Mitchell and John Morant all in the same boat of like. Almost. Yeah. If if we made this two three years from now, maybe, but not quite over Dame or Luca yet. These guys feel more established. This this group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Kemba Kemba Walker. Now he's he can't make. This is this is a tight list, man. Is this Seth uh... Curry? Seth Curry, yeah. honorable mentions. <laughs> um, Mikel Bridges might be emerging too. Jeez. To do like uh, a 20, 2030s, like projecting into the future. Yeah, 2030s. Wembenyama. Oh, Jason Tatum. What do we do with Where? Jason Tatum? He can't. He's, he's not better than Giannis Jokic or Embiid. Yeah. Can we put him in a two spot and put him with Luca? I don't I think. Mean, he, I don't think he's better. That's a big team. Nah. I mean, he. <sighs> would you boot him for Dame? Jeez. For just the 2020s. I, I wouldn't. I think it's close enough to where you just give it to Dame because position. Yeah, Tatum's yeah, I mean, better right now. It's a stretch to make Tatum a three or a two. Sorry. Yeah. Jalen Brown, not better than Dame, probably either. Um. Yeah. No, that's interesting. So Tatum's out. I mean. Yeah, I'm good with that. I, I feel good about it. If you take the whole body of the 2020s, I feel good about it. Casey, how many likes we had on this video? And do we have any active uh, polls going right now? Hold on. I got to get through this last name here. Uh, <laughs> MPO. MPO. There we go. Got it. Got there. Sorry, okay. Guys, that's, that one's do we have any active polls going right now? That's the first <sighs> question I have. You know, we do not because Dirk was the last poll. Okay. So. So there. did we have a poll that we wanted to do? No, I think we were good. All right. Um, likes on the video. We are at 25. 25 likes on the video. If you haven't liked the video, like it, because if we get five more, we'll do two wheel spins for NBA shop gift cards. Oh, th- somebody just called out someone that we missed a little bit. Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Uh, Which decade did he ever play? In the like, he, would, he, would he would be, be in the twenty tens, and I'm, you can't yeah. put him over any of those guys. No. Well, could you move one of those guys to the twenties or the two thousands? 
could you move KD to the 2000s and put Kawhi in there? And then bump Dirk? Oh, then we'd be bumping Dirk. I think you have to. I think you have to leave him in the 10s. Yeah. Would you even bump Dirk for Kawhi, though? I mean, that'd be yeah. close. Dude, at Kawhi. The yeah. spot, at the small forward Ka- spot, you go Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi was cold, dude. Back before Zaza Pachulia got underneath him, Kawhi was cold. Dirk was pretty cold, though, too. Though. Yeah, oh, Dirk's no good. I mean, Felix yeah. would probably never watch our show again if we took Fe- Felix will, yeah. <laughs> Felix will abandon us if we get rid of Ka- Kawhi. <laughs> um, Kyle Lowry, no. Chat, hit us with everyone you can think of. Who we missing here? Hit us with everyone that you can think of. Uh, Felix says Dirk didn't load manage. Well, yeah, that's that's because load management didn't even become a thing. Like, seriously, do you remember load management being a thing at all before Kawhi basically wrote it into his contract with the Clippers? I mean, people, do you remember you anyone you guys it? missing this many games? Not in this, that's not a shot at Kawhi, just in general. It's just no one's. You, do you remember? It's usually, like, the expectation is you play 70 or so games in a season and not 60. Well, I think that the expectation was you play unless you're actually hurt, right? Yeah. It wasn't like a number of games you were shooting for. It was like mm. that you you didn't miss a game just to rest, which they yeah. totally do now. It, it, but I, I feel like I'm being unfair to Kawhi when I say that. I'm not saying I don't like Kawhi, no disrespect, but like, do you, maybe it's my recency bias. Do you remember anyone doing it before he came to the Clippers and started doing it? I, I'm honestly not sure. I don't think so. I, he, I don't he's remember. Definitely, he's definitely the, the staple of, of load management, though. Yeah. Whether yeah, or not I don't, it's I don't remember deserved anyone. or not. All right. The 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 chat's hitting us with every, everything they can, trying to tell us who we missed. They're saying uh, Kyle Lowry, not good enough to get into this group. CJ yeah, McCollum, not good. Once we get to Aaron Gordon and uh, <laughs> yeah. a different version of Ray Allen, I think we're, we're good. Yes. CJ McCollum, not good enough in this group. Serge Ibaka, not good enough to get in this group. Chris Middleton, man, this guy's got to figure it out. Because he he is a guy who, like, we could be talking about right now, is good enough to be in the 2020 squad if it weren't for this year. Paul George, yeah, we did talk about him, not quite good enough in this group. Aaron Gordon, nah. Jamal Murray, um, but, but if we get the bubble version of him, maybe. Just uh, DeAndre Jordan, no. I think we got it, man. I think we got it. Yeah. I think I'm going to lock it here. Uh, how are we doing yeah. on likes? Did we get to 30 or are we still under 30? We are still under 30. So that means All we right. do have one more spin to do. One more giveaway. And then we will get out. That's it, boys. Okay. Well, let's get to it then. So I want to Spinning. thank everybody for showing up on this episode of triple cross and uh, if this is your first time here make sure you come back again this is not a uh, a new thing for us we do these giveaways on every episode one, um, i think one new person just hopped in the chat don't forget them sorry i don't mean to interrupt you you like had your mojo going and i was like hey casey oh actually you're right Good call, I, well, yeah so hey hurry hurry up hop in the chat quickly uh if you haven't been in the chat if you've just been watching that's cool i'm good with lurkers um but you will not win an NBA shop gift card if you haven't been in the chat because we don't know you're here. So we can't give you, we can't, we couldn't give you one. Okay. It's been kind of a busy episode. So I'm going to pop this on the screen real quick. And you tell me if you don't see your name on this list. All right. Well, here. while we're going to give everyone a second to do that, Carter, I know you're more of an Eastern conference guy. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask you because the Western Conference is a cluster right now. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you the the question that's on everyone's mind about the Western Conference. Let me pull it up here, um, so that you can. I don't even know if I have an answer. If I know what's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think you probably know what's coming. Um, so in the West, we got the six seed so so there's it, it just depends where you draw the line the real line is all the way up at the three seed but mm-hmm. right now let's draw the line at the four seed suns all the way to the 12 seed pelicans unless you want to put the trailblazers in there but that that makes it nice and clean yeah. Four seed suns all the way to the 12 seed pelicans that's eight teams there's going to be four actual spots six spots for the play-in I'll read off the names to you. Tell me who you think makes the plan, who you think makes the playoffs. So we got Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavericks, Lakers, Jazz, Pelicans. Okay. I think the so Jazz are going to stay out. I've been Jazz I've been right. like monitoring this. The Jazz have a pretty rough remaining schedule and they should have some incentive to like lose games. Because they they were supposed to be tanking at the beginning of the year and they didn't do that. Well, I don't think um, anyone told the players they were supposed to be tanking. Yeah, you know? that's the problem. Danny Ainge was like, "Did you guys not get the memo? The plan, the plan was to get the picks." Uh, I think the Lakers get in in the play in. Let's the see. Lakers make the plan. Sun, Sun, so you Sun's got, you got Jazz on the outside. Spot. Jazz outside miss. Pelicans if Zion doesn't come back. I got them as as a miss if Zion doesn't come out back. Yeah. Yeah. And then Portland's going to stay out. Lakers stay play in. Thunder stay play in. Mavs stay play. I think, honestly, it'll probably end up how you got the play in. You got the 10. You got the 10 right now as basically what it is right now. So Jazz and Pelicans on the outside. Yeah. And then everyone else in the play in. So now we got the play in that would include some combination of. Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavericks. Honestly, I, I, I think it'll stay how it is. It seems decently organized right now. Unless Dallas goes on a hot streak, which I've been waiting on forever because they have an easy schedule. Yep. But it just hasn't happened. So that um, means in the plan, we would have T-Wolves in the seven spot. T-Wolves, Thunder in the seven, eight spot. Mavericks, Jazz in the nine, ten spot. Or Mavericks, Lakers in the nine, ten spot. Something yeah, maybe, like that. Maybe Some Dallas combination of that. So OKC. out of those teams... Yeah, so out of those teams, T Wolves, Thunder, Mavericks, Lakers, who you think gets makes the actual playoffs? Uh we'll say give we'll me say the seed. A, who gets the seven? We'll say we who get a Timberwolves seven seed, Mavs eight seed, and the Mavs beat them and get into the seven spot. And then Thunder nine, Lakers ten, Lakers beat them to stay alive. And then we'll say we'll say the Lakers beat the Timberwolves and they and they grab the eight spot. And then so it might Mavs, be the playoffs. Nope. So then we got Mavs seven, Lakers eight, basically, is what you yeah. think. Okay. So then we would have a Lakers, Lakers Nuggets and a Mavs Grizzlies. We'd have Kings, Warriors or Clippers. So do you think the four, five, six stays about the same? Um. Yeah. Clippers lost Paul George. They shouldn't really shoot up. Do you Warriors, think they'll drop? Though? Do you think they'll drop? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the Warriors take that five spot. So War, Warrior Suns. I would love a Warrior Suns. Actually, the, I, I you know what? Grizzlies, but I won't worry about how we can get that well. to set up. Memphis would have well, to they got, fall. The, the Warriors got to fall into the play in and get the yeah. seven seed. I would love that. I, ideal first round matchups. I think you get 
Um, you get Mavs Suns, which Dallas would need to pick up a few, and then you get Warriors Grizzlies. Yeah, and then there's you know beef outside of that. Yeah, yeah, Th- those would be great. Those would be. I just, I hope we get one of them at some point in the playoffs. Yeah. Warriors Grizzlies even more so though. Yeah, I love what they got going on. I love the trash talk between Dylan Brooks and basically everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, everybody's had a minute to make sure that their name's on the wheel. Just or yeah, uh, Casey, you pretty pretty confident. Yeah, yeah, I feel good about it. Uh, we did get confident. somebody else in there, so I'm glad we stopped for a second. All right, yes. All right, cool. Well, here we go. $25 NBA shop gift card. If your name, if it lands, wheel net lands on your name, you win it. My money's on Rose. Rose B. She's won before. She's a past champion. Mm. Oh, oh, you, you should put your money on, on the same Carter. person. Is that? Oh. Wait. Oh, that's what I picked you... before. Yeah. Well, you're just changing your pick. I was just predicting the future from yeah. before. So, Chris, Rose, you got to tune in. Finally got a win. Rose, Make you're sure winning you the next us. one. Yeah. <laughs> Rose, sure you, you got to come next uh, time Triple to Cross Podcast. Triple Cross Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know you won a $25 NBA shop gift card wheel spin on episode 50. We'll get it to you right away. For sure, for sure. All right. Carter, my guy, thank you for being here. Chat, hop in. Let me know. How What do you think of Carter? You want him back or not? Nah? Was it like, no, nah, this just wasn't as good. Get him out of here. Or maybe you just want Carter. You don't even want me. Let me know. Uh, or maybe you want Casey out of here. Casey can't leave. He does all the things. He, Casey pushes all the buttons, so he can't leave because we won't know what to do. Uh, so let, let us know. What do you want? You want Carter back? Okay. If you want him back, enough people want him back. Maybe I'll convince him to come back. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, it was fun. Love talking hoops. Uh, thanks for being here, man. And uh, Triple Cross, if you're watching, if you're listening on an audio platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or any other audio platform out there, please rate the show and review the show. That helps us out a lot on those platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we're live because when we're live is when we give away MBA shop gift cards. Casey, did I miss anything or did I say all the YouTube things? I think we said all the things. Congratulations to everybody who won gift cards. And uh, Carter, feel free to plug anything one more time before we get out of here. Uh, my podcast with Mason and John is Winner's Work Pod on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And then my Instagram is right here at NVA District. And also shout out Chris for, for winning the wheel. I called it. Let's go. <laughs> all right, guys, all right. we're going to get out of here. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Bye.